Forum. Assemble. We are back once again live right here on allgames.com. As we are every Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're here bringing you our weekly talk about comics and erotic romantic comedies and anime cinematic releases, as well as news and reviews. And, uh, yeah, here we are once again. We got the, the usual su- suspects on the line here. Uh, I guess Lawrence figured out his phone, maybe? Is that is that? Indeed, I have. Okay. Oh, now you got a little more timber in your voice. Yes. You ready to it's go? the confidence of knowing I have the correct settings. Should have had it ready at 620. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. On the other line, we have Joe, the man who says so little, but so much. Hey, what's up? And even more on the line <laughs> is our news guy, Oz. I don't think Lawrence knows we're talking about comic book porn. No, he doesn't. But he'll, he'll, Are we talking about comic book porn again? He'll be delightfully surprised. And titillated. But yeah, we are here once again live. <clears throat> I don't know how many times I'm going to say live, but I'm going to say it one more time. Live right here <laughs> on allgames.com. Um, as usual, you can join in on the fun and conversation about erotic romantic comedies in comic book form. Uh, you can do so by contacting us, but you're going to have to let the lady tell you how to do that and she'll tell you right now want to get in on the action call fantastic forum on skype and join the fun too shy to call in that's okay you can join the discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live join the party you know you want to and as always you can buy the stuff we're talking about anywhere but You'd be doing us a favor, a personal favor, if you get it from Jeffries. They have everything you need, and if they don't, they can order it for you. All you have to do is give them a call at... 
310-538-3198. That number again is... 310-538-3198. And then I'm sure you can contact them online on jeffreescomics.com. But yeah, we got a little bit of comic discussion for you. I read Protector Number 1 from Image Comics. And I also read Captain America The End. Uh, Joe might give you a, a might tickle you with a feather with a little bit of weathering with you. We were supposed to do that last week, but we didn't get to because of technical difficulties and Larry and Joe being lost in Area 52. It's and, true. And then Oz found a, uh, a delightful romp of a comic called... What was it called? Sunstone, Volume 1. Yeah, so he might tell you a little bit about that. And then we're going to get to the news and... and and all the other stuff. But in the meantime, I need to know, Larry, like, what happened last week? Well, last week, we were, we were on the road. We're, we, we, oh, we Jay did. and I had to do a, a day trip for business, and we were on the road coming back, and we thought we'd be able to, you know, between my hotspot and, and uh, Skype mobile app, we'd be able to, like, still participate in the show, but... We were wrong. You got to a certain level where you couldn't, huh? Like, Yeah. We got towards the middle, I guess, and people, you know, there wasn't enough connection. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to hear the show after you guys were gone? I, I did not, actually. Oh, okay. right. I didn't either. So you didn't get the, the Area 52 reference. I mean, I got it in the sense that I know what Area 51 is and made a supposition, but if it goes deeper than that, then no, I did not get it. Well, I just said that because Oz mentioned, oh, they're probably by Area 51. I go, no, 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 they're by Area 52 because Area 51 is a decoy. Yeah, then we called it Area New 52. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It was hilarious because it was only us on the line. That's the, the that unique brand of Fantastic Forum comedy that only Oz and Mo can provide. And I agree. And can only really be appreciated a week later when we explain it. Right, right. Everybody knows that's the true, the true test of comedy. It's like it's funnier when you explain the joke. But yeah. I'm sure it was hilarious at the time. I would have laughed if I could have heard it. Eh, it was just me and Oz laughing. Well, well, if I was still doing the recaps, if I had time to do that, I would include that joke. And I'm telling you, like 10,000 downloads off of that one joke. There you go. I'll, look, I'm sure I'll actually still laugh of it, laugh at it when I go back and listen to the, to the archive. I bet you won't. I bet I will. I bet you won't. What's going to happen is you're going to be walking around and suddenly you're just going to say, that's hilarious, and then keep walking. I'll probably laugh too, but I'll probably say that's hilarious as well. That's that's fair. Um, did, we, did, we, did we wish the Claw happy birthday? I was getting to that right now when I was going to mention him in chat. Oh. But the name you I'm hear... Sorry. The name you hear every single episode 
of Fantastic Forum, Tiger Claw. The anthropomorphic tiger behind that name has let us know on his birthday, a day that shall now live in infamy, that Kirk Douglas has died and that he was 103 years old. It's probably fake yeah. news. Hmm? It's probably fake Tiger news. Claw killed Kirk Douglas? Yeah. He waited for Tiger Claw's birthday to to die so that that was his final gift to Tiger Claw. <laughs> He's like birthday, sacrificing Tiger himself. Claw. Sacrificing himself so Tire Clock can live another year? Is that yeah. what's happening? Yeah. At least 103. But yeah, Tire Clock, I really think happy birthday, man, because there's so many times that without you, we couldn't have done it. Yes. Happy birthday, Claw. But yeah. What were you saying, Jay? No, I was saying happy birthday, Tiger Claw. Oh, there you go. All right. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl, Larry? I did. Okay. Did you watch the Disney Plus spots for the shows that they're going to be coming out with? The Winter Soldier and the other thing? I did. Okay. What do you think about those? It looked good to me. It was all teases. Big surprise. But I'm ready. Like I'm excited that we're getting uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier early, and, as well as WandaVision at the end of the year. And uh, I, I'm interested in what Loki has to offer. Like that, I haven't. Um, you know, like of the three shows, that's the one that I'm probably the least excited about. Loki. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's odd. Are they using the same actor? Yeah. Or at least, yeah, I mean, at least initially, there's rumors that there might be um, another actor involved, but we'll see. Hugh Heckner in chat says, typical mayor. I mean, how did you all feel different? I felt different about uh, WandaVision. Like, in what way? Well, because everything they showed, like, I mean, it was all really quick, but, you know, thanks to the beauty of TiVo, Mm -hmm. I can uh, watch it in slow motion, but it did feel like, you know, we're going to have the weird, surreal, uh, alternate reality thing with her, where she may or may not whisper something. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, but you know it is Disney, so they might not do that. They may not. Yeah. But then that's another rumor too. Like people are thinking that there's definitely a whole contingent of people that are thinking there's going to be like some sort of anti no more mutants moment. Yeah. Which I think is a lazy way to do it if you did do it, but it's like you know if her kids are the first mutants. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a. It, it, it's a. Well, what's so funny? <laughs> Hex and chat saying TiVo in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it still works. Which, I, when you said it, 
I, I, it made me laugh too because it made yeah. me smile because I was like TiVo. Like, well, yeah. Like, oh, if I would have just said streaming rewind and, re- and fast forward function, like that wouldn't have been funny. I mean, yeah, no, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, I like, guess you you're know, right. Like, part, it, part of what we do here at Fantastic Forum is talk with flavor. We do talk and with that's, flavor. That's that. To saying TiVo is flavor. You know, you know, you know what I meant. Right. It's it's like it's cumin. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what that is. I can't quite place it, but it's there. It's like coriander. Right. And not Starfire. Say what? And not Starfire. Oh, is that a spice now? Starfire? No, her name is Coriander. Oh, gotcha. And there is a spice named Coriander. Why don't you know that? I was expecting... Starfire's name? Yeah. Yeah. Why would I? Well, you watched two seasons of You watched two full seasons of Titans. And they mentioned it at least four times. They mentioned their name like a bunch of times. The first season, that's all they called her. They never called her Starfire at all. They just called her Corey eventually, but I don't think they even called her Starfire. I don't know why you all all are talking to me like this show was good. Like it's supposed to have some kind of lasting. It was good enough for you to watch two seasons of it. Yeah, Lloyd just finished it and he's happy. He says it's brilliant. Oh, man. No, no, with that that doesn't count. Like what, Lloyd, plus, Lloyd, didn't you Lloyd watch the Titans cartoon? They say it in that. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't say it that often. Plus they said it often in that comic enough. book where she was promiscuous in that comic book. She they said her name too. But he didn't read that. He he just read the press behind it. Right. <clears throat> I'm just saying, man, like it's, I can't remember the name of every hero out there. And you can the at show... least remember the Titans. No, I don't think so, man. Like the <laughs> Titans, the Titans are okay. They're not great but, to me. They've never been great to me. Was Joe making a pun about a movie? Oh Jesus Christ! Is that what you were doing, Jay? Is that the only oh. movie you've seen with, that stars black people? No, I never saw that. Please. Oh, for <laughs> me. Joe was not. Joe was not making a joke. It's on Disney. Plus. I don't know. I don't understand why you guys are surprised Lawrence doesn't remember a woman's name. Oh wait a minute now. I don't like the way that comes out at all. You making that insinuation is terrible. Look, I'm gonna have to start calling you, uh, friggin' Elizabeth Warren. The way you making those ridiculous accusations. Uh, Hector Hugh Hector in chat says. Uh, in reference to Scarlet Witch, uh, what does she whisper? No more Mexicans? That'd be terrible. That's wow. That would be... Wow. Her MAGA hat on. Kind of awesome. That... <laughs> that's oh, the title. That's that's the title Mexicans this... with blacks. That That's the title of this what? episode. No more Mexicans. <laughs> Why? Why does Jay say that? Like he wouldn't, his ass wouldn't disappear. Well, because he's trying to get uh, Rush Limbaugh's job. Rush Limbaugh's like one foot in the grave and the other in the banana peel, right? Oh man, can we, let's leave oh, Rush alone. Oh come on, like you act like he's not a piece of shit. 
Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. You can be a piece of shit, and I don't want look, you to die. No, look, look, look. Yeah, I, but you're too nice. That day that that he announced, if it were up to you, all the horrible people would be alive. That day. Nah. That day what? that he announced that lung cancer, I was so conflicted. Because like 15 minutes before, Shannon Doherty announced that she had stage four cancer. Yeah. And I was like sad. I'm like, man, fuck cancer. And right. then then. Rush Limbaugh's like, oh, I have cancer, lung cancer. And I'm like, woohoo, cancer. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> no, it's right. He's like, you know what, cancer? Not that bad. <laughs> like, if, in fact, I think, uh, I think cancer is God because cancer is like just unfair. Just fuck everybody. <laughs> Can't, wait, cancer is like God, is God. because it's unfair? It's God. It's unfair. It's like whatever. Like it don't matter what you do, you're not gonna please it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, that's a new that's the I'm gonna start a new religion. Let's all What's worship cancer. Be? Worshiping cancer. Huh? We're gonna worship oh, cancer. Worshiping cancer, yeah, yeah. jeez. Okay. Well instead of rosary beads, we'll have like a little like chemo hose. Chemo what? Like the little hose, like you know where they in- inject all that that liquid in you. Oh jeez, man. That sounds I was gonna I was gonna stop you, but then the chemo hose kind of brought me back. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so grim. Maybe this week this week's episode will be Woohoo Cancer. Maybe that'll be the title. Uh, I'm still thinking about I it. I like it. I'm 50-50 on it because I'm still sad about Shannon Doherty. You see that the president says he's going to give him the Congressional Medal of Freedom? Yeah. He gave it to him right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't like, think that counts. That, that, no, that's that counts. I, yeah, it, it's, I was so angry. Like, I didn't know nothing about the State of the Union. And then when I got home, right when I opened the door, <laughs> I see a picture of his fucking asshole face. His fucking... His shriveled up fucking face. All of a sudden, Rush Limbaugh's hip. He has got a fucking beard. Like you're supposed to look like a newborn baby that you would want to postpartum abort. Like that's what he normally should look like. Why has he got a beard? All of a sudden, he looks like Avi Arad. And I'm here like, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fucking Rush Limbaugh, man. He should rush to the grave. I, listen, and he's over here getting the. Co- that's the first thing Emily said to me right before she kissed me hello. Rush Limbaugh's getting the the Congressional Medal of Freedom. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, man. Look, only only in the the Trump administration. Huck Heck says, "I'm glad I'm on mute." <laughs> I'm sorry, Heck. Tell the people where you're calling from, Heck. Oh, okay. Or don't. Oh. <laughs> he says I'm uh I'm calling from right next to the hole where they're gonna bury Rush. <laughs> I'm just sitting waiting. Y'all are grim. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. Hey, man. hey man. It's called dark humor. It's not even about humor, it's like fuck Rush Limbaugh. Well look, I'm gonna laugh when he dies. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that is he does. I mean, I laughed when I heard he had the that cancer, that big C. 
See, I, I read that before I saw Ken and Doherty, and then I was like, ah. Yeah. It's fucked up. And none of you motherfuckers, like, let her finish BH90210, man. I was the only one watching. I mean. Same. I, I don't understand. Like, I have to like the show because she, she, she got canceled. No, to prevent it. Or, or that way she could still have a job till she died, and she could die on the air where we could all like vast in the the grief. Well, according to what I read, she had it when she was filming. Yeah, yeah, no, she looked, she, yeah, she, she had it, then she beat it, then it came back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It came back, and then she was still filming. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Hopefully, she comes back in more rights too, before. Uh, Wait, they're not doing the Mallrats 2, are they? They're yeah, doing, man. They're doing a View Askew reboot universe. New View Askew. Oh, is that why Jay and Silent Bob have a new movie now? Yeah. No, it was unrelated. Oh. Uh, it, it's actually called Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Yeah. But Jay and Silent Bob got made because Kevin Smith actually has the rights to those. Then when whoever Miramax, whoever has Miramax... They yeah. saw that that was okay, and it was like, hey, you want to do that Mallrats 2 now? Yeah. And then he couldn't, mm. do, he couldn't do Clerks, because he wanted to do another Clerks, like started off with Clerks reboot. I think that one's getting it, too. No, that But one, they're going to do Mallrats 2 but, first. But no, Clerks isn't happening because um, the dude that plays Randall doesn't want to be in it. Ah, uh, dick. He didn't want to be in the second one. But he read the script and loved it so much that he agreed. I mean, do you really need Randall? Yeah. Yeah. He's like the main dude. Yeah, like he's the dude you want to like, you know, he, he's Larry. He's like, it's like you're Larry and I'm Moses. Like, you know, you have the two. And then that's Dante and Randall. When, when Kevin Smith first wrote that movie. He was supposed to play Randall. That's why Randall's got the the starring role. And then he kind of freaked out because he, I don't know, he's cause yeah. he's so insecure that he he gave himself the part with the least line. He didn't like to hear himself speak. And then all of, all of a sudden now now you can't get him to shut up. Because <laughs> he's high half yeah. the time. Well, no, not half the time, all the time. But yeah, and he um that's why he has all the the, the he, that's why Randall is the one that makes cynical sense to like throughout the whole the movie. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I don't like the character of Randall and I understand how important he is to clerks in the past. What I'm saying is you can't have another character like that in the movie? I think you can. Nah, but it's not like we want to see Randall. It's like making a Batman not having Michael Keaton. It it ain't gonna be good. I mean, we've had like two good Batman movies without Michael Keaton. Mm, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, good Batman with Michael Keaton is not debatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a proven. Th- Even Birdman was okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. And that's Batman adjacent. That's like it's, Earth it's, 250. It's like, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is a Clerks can be Clerks still 
but like with modern day sensibilities. Well, that's why they're making mall rats. Mall rats. And that might and that might be the better way to go with Clerks at this point anyway, because Clerks 2 was great. Don't get me wrong. I, I really enjoyed it, but I would not mind. When you have like, sensibilities, huh? do you mean like political correctness? No, no, no. I just I just mean that, you know, I mean, the way that people thought about things when the original Clerks was made isn't how people think about things now. So I'm not talking about necessarily being politically correct because I, I, I feel like to a degree that flies in the face of cur- clerks. But there's some of that even in the original clerks where, you know, the counterpoint. It's just more so the fact that the way the, the characters felt about things in the original clerks, like two people in that similar position, but in today's day and age would not feel wouldn't have the same sensibilities. They'd be different. And, you know, you can still have, like, the cynicism and the, you know, the the wit and biting sarcasm. But with somebody that's, like, in that position today, like, that might be, you know, young and not Randall. And I think it could be successful, especially with Kevin Smith at the helm. Yeah, we'll see. I see your point, but what Kevin Smith is probably going to do is put his daughter in that role. Oh. So you need like a setup, like a step before you hit that point. I mean, is his daughter good? Apparently, but she's been in all a I've heard movies. is Kevin Smith say it. So Yeah, she's been in a couple of movies, but I've never seen them. Mm. I mean, okay, okay. Listen, I don't, I don't have any problem with him putting... His family in the movies, if they can, if they're good, and you know, it would be interesting to see uh, uh, she's young lady I mean, in that role. She's serviceable. I mean, but you know, in the original Clerks, none of those guys were actors either, and it worked. Yeah, I can see that. But no, no one's doing it for an Oscar, right? Yeah, and nobody's also, too, doing it's it like, for me. You know, Kevin Smith's dialogue, like. Is is sometimes bigger than performances. Anyway. Yeah. So Larry. What else? Yes. Uh, we're gonna talk about oh. comics in a little bit. Well, what were you gonna say? Oh, I, I like this was like a crazy tangent in regards to <laughs> talking about the Marvel Super Bowl spot, right? Yeah. But that's how we do. Right. That's the ba- that's part right. of the banter at the beginning. Did, did you all like it, or was it like I'm the only one that liked it? No, I mean, like I said, it made me think about the the WandaVision a little differently. So I, in a I'm, good way or a bad yeah, way? Yeah, in a good way. Because I look, the name was retarded, and then yeah, name's still terrible. Well, yeah, but the way, <laughs> but the thing is, the way everything looks in the show, it looks like just decades of sitcom. Like yeah. as it, as I, I assume, as the kids grow, it's like a different era of sitcom, and it's done in that manner. Like even the way, like the way that like vision is like the typical, like um, straight man to the funny female, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like in bewitched or Dar- yeah. yeah. Well, like Darren and you know, your Ricky Ricardo. And yeah. I forget the name of the dude in I dream of genie, but like, uh, I, I loved all those. So, like, seeing, you know, them express that 
particular part of what I assume is Wanda's psyche in it. Like, even the font, it made me look, because the font, I was like, why does that font look like that? But after seeing mm-hmm. that, it's like, oh, well, it, it's it's like television waves, like, from back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that that's kind of, you know, okay. It's got a little aesthetic and a theme, and I, I'm okay with it. As far as, like, Winter Soldier and Falcon, like, they didn't show me anything. So I, I don't know. Like, and then Loki didn't show me anything, except maybe, like, if I actually want to zoom in on what he had on his chest. Yeah. It's like, maybe that's like an Easter egg something, but I don't make YouTube videos about that shit, so I don't give a fuck. I'll wait for the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I had the exact same thought. I was just like, listen, I, I watch YouTube videos about stuff like that, and I still didn't listen to the part about what was on Loki's chest. I'm like, I'm yeah. good. Like, it's probably the raft or some shit, you know, like. Right. And, right. and you know, it, it's going to be a weird thing. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, WandaVision, I guess. And I guess that's the one that's coming out first, right? No. No. no the Falcon and Winter Soldier still coming out first. Even though they got delayed because of the earthquake? Yeah, yeah, they figured it out. Yeah, all right. I yeah. think August, if I'm not mistaken. I'm Turns not sure if they gave, Hollywood like, Hollywood people def- are used to earthquakes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, if they gave a definitive date, but I'm pretty sure that... August is what they said for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then they said um, end of the year for WandaVision, which I'm pretty sure WandaVision took the old Falcon Winter Soldier spot, which I think is October, November. Yeah. And then, you know, I did see, I guess since we're on the, the little Marvel spots, I did see the Black Widow yeah. spot. And I was I was angry. Why? Well, because they're doing the whole Soviet super soldiers like team, you know. Uh huh. But Mikhail's not in it. Um, which Mikhail? Mikhail, Ursa Major. Oh, I mean, one. You might be right, but two, you might be wrong. They might be saving something for you. Uh, look, if they're saving Ursa Major for me, like, I might start sucking Disney's dick like you do. <laughs> if, I'm if, just saying, you never if, know. If, like, the surprise thing in that movie is Ursa Major, it's like, really, like, they really saved this for me. <laughs> like, because, like, I, I'm, the like... People laugh at me at the shop because, you know, they ask, like, oh, you know, because they talk about the football. Like, I actually watched the game, too, and, you know, I enjoyed it, you know, even though I, I, I don't like football. But they're like, you saw a Super Bowl? Like, yeah. But then they asked me about the Marvel spots, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I actually want to talk about the game because, you know, because I like the game. But Yeah, the game was good. But I'm like, okay, I'll talk about, I'll, I'll talk about the Marvel shit, too, and then – I'm like, yeah, Mikhail's not in it. Like, Mikhail's like, yeah, it's Ursa Major. I'm like, who's it? They're like, they try to act like, oh, yeah, he's not in it. And I'm like, who's Ursa Major? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's this dude that he's like, I mean, I go, he's kind of like a werewolf, but he's a mutant. Like, that's his mutant power. Like, oh, yeah? And, you know, you say, like, werewolf, they're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, well, what, what does he do? Like, oh, he just turns into a bear. Into a big bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh. 
I love explaining Ursa Major to people because <laughs> he he's had like a semi prominent role in in Avengers. Yeah. Like, Lately, I mean, like in the comic, I mean, yeah, in the yeah, comic. Yeah. Like, I, so you know, that means it's on. It, like, it, it's it on. Should be on the radar. Yeah. Marvel, Marvel's uh, publishing's mind a little bit. Yeah. And you know, we'll for see. for all we know, that might be the case because they're like, well, we need people to know who that is when they show up. Yeah. Nah, but they they might not be like that. Like, you know how they go. Yeah. But you know, I would not be surprised. It, it, like at the very least, if if we're gonna be in Russia that long, you're probably gonna at least get an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Oz is in chat, I guess, because he's not on the phone. But he's like, Motox football. Oh, okay. Fucking crisis. <laughs> Motox football now? Question mark. Fucking crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. To you like what the hell? You want you enjoy you wanted to talk about the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, Not like I mean, I like I actually I I don't like the ideology of football, but I like the athleticism and you know the game as as a a set of rules and 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 as a, uh, a analog for war like and strategy like yeah that's cool and you know not to mention Mahomes is from right here in L.A. So that's cool. That guy's from L.A.? Yeah, he's from the Los Feliz area. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Watching it go down was actually kind of cool. Like, I thought, like, that's what people were going to talk to me about, but they started talking to me about nerdy shit. (laughs) 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 Fucking nerds. Yeah. But then I out-nerded them by talking about Ursa Major. I'm trying to... To get excited about this Harley Quinn joint, but it's not working. Uh, early reviews say that it's it's mind blowing and great. I I don't I believe it because I've seen the Black Mask mask already. You're talking about the new movie? Yeah. It looks like trash to me. But they're saying it's like early reviews are in, and it's brilliant. It's great. And it's like, did you not see that mask he put on? Like, I don't know. I don't know if other people saw it. Like, I actually had a a sneak peek that was exclusive for me and everybody who uses Postmates. I about to say, through <laughs> the power of TiVo. Yeah, no, Post- <laughs> like Postmates actually had a had a weird like video. Like, while my my order was like being. Confirmed. They're like, well, while your order is being confirmed, because I paid for extra like rush delivery, but it's not gonna be really rushed, so they just took my money. Um, but they they played a video for me to make me feel like, oh, they're rushing my order. You know what I mean? And it was a Birds of Prey like Postmates exclusive preview of it, and it shows him putting on that mask, and I'm like. I swear I bought that mask at the 99 cent store on Halloween time. <laughs> like, that's what this shit looked like. And it's like, there's no way that, first of all, if I'm going to see a movie with a black mask that's going to be brilliant, he's going to be in that mask from beginning to end. I don't give a fuck who plays him, you know? But that's not how they see it, clearly. And then it's like, I see that Huntress, and it's like, I just see, like, pictures of the Huntress, like, 
on online ads, and it's like that doesn't make me want to see it. Yeah, like that doesn't look like Huntress at all. It looks like it looks like a generic ass movie. Like everybody in in everybody when they make their little like movie digital movie posters that you see in your Instagram feed or whatever, they all look like generic ass movie people. You yeah. haven't even gotten to Cassandra. Well, like, oh, dude. I, I let Joe do that because Joe, Joe always has the best line. Like, she could tie her fucking shoes. She's not a fucking invalid. Like, that's the greatest thing <laughs> Joe ever said to me. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it, I just don't like it. I don't like this new Cassandra. Like, I don't like the new history. I don't like that she's a thief. Like, if they wanted a thief, they could have just did like an out of time, like Jason Todd or whatever. Or you know, make Jason, Jason Todd a woman. a woman. Like Jesse Todd. <laughs> like, I'm sure, there's like an alternate, I'm sure there's an alternate universe where they actually did do Jesse Todd. And me, I'm probably complaining over there, but if I could reach out to him and just let him know it could be worse. Like, I would. <laughs> You or know, how about they just not try to shoehorn in a name that we know to this character? Yeah, but the thing they is... They could have used Misfit. And like, Misfit is perfect. Nobody knows her. She's a kid. She can steal shit. Like, it would have been perfect. Like, people that don't know Cassandra Kane don't care. People that do know her do care, and they're not going to like it. If you put in Misfit, that solves everyone's problems. Like, even Misfit fans will just, are like, yeah, anything to have a Misfit on TV, or on a movie. Even the casting of Montoya is weird. Yeah. Look, this movie is the perfect movie if you're into the Suicide Squad movie. Because they're all trash. But, <laughs> and... <laughs> And it follows the same trashy story. So. Yeah. I guess people are changing their tune about Suicide Squad, though. Like, people that like yeah, it before the... are that now, in hindsight, they're like, you know what? I don't think I like it. Good. They figured that out I the also day it came like... out. I also don't like the hyena. Like, it's weird that she has it. Like, why would she buy a hyena? She's never bought in a hyena before. Like, they were the Joker's props. And she just happened to take care of them. If she's not with the Joker, there's no reason for her to go out of her way and get a hyena. Yeah. And the fact that there's only one of them, <laughs> like, it's... Maybe she stole one from Joker. And, and named it Bruce? Like, it's supposed to be named after a comedy duo. There's supposed to be two. Yeah. They're supposed to be named after a comedy duel. Most normally, it's Laurel and Hardy. And it's just weird that she would get a hyena. Weird that there's only one. Weird that she named it Bruce. Like, well, that's the weirdest after... part of all. Like, why it, would she name it? It's named after Lenny Bruce. It's, it's so and he weird. wasn't part of a duo, was he? A a except for well, that she well, actually well. says she named it after Wayne. Oh. Lenny Wayne Bruce. 
<laughs> You're stretching, man. You're stretching. <laughs> Lenny Bruce is kind of, of well, if you watch Marvelous Ms. Maisel, you're rooting for that comedy duo, but you, you don't get it. No. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this movie. <laughs> Tiger Claw says, I disagree with Jay Random. I love that she has a hyena. Hyenas are cool. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Tiger Claw. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tiger Claw. I mean, koalas are cool. Yeah. She could have a koala. <laughs> That's a good point. Lynxes are also cool. I want the like, Carly with I mean, the lynx will be awesome. I want she, the koala cut. If if she has a koala, she has to name it Kinnison. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be hilarious. WB has to make a koala cut now. Release the it koala would, cut. Yeah, there you go. Pack it in with the Snyder cut. Do a two pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Joe, it wasn't that funny, man. <laughs> Joe, while you're talkative, do you want to talk about weathering with you real quick, or uh, or do you want to wait till Larry decides to go? Lawrence, to the are you, Lawrence, are you gonna watch the movie or no? I'm. I'm. I am gonna watch it, Jay. I'm sorry. The those past week. Because now you have two movies you have to watch. You have to watch Birds of Prey and Weathering It With You. Oh, wait a minute now. I got to watch Birds Birds of Prey? Why do I have to watch that? For the show. We're all watching it for the show. While you were were figuring out your audio, we all agreed to watch this piece of shit movie. Oh, jeez. Wait, when's it come out? This weekend. Tomorrow. Friday. Wow. Well, that's going to be a shitty weekend. Yeah. Okay. Number one movie of All right. the winter. I'll do it next week, Lawrence. I watch. Watch it. Yes. Um, if you have to choose between the two, choose weathering. Got it. Uh, Joe's idea was that you go watch Birds of Prey because he's like, well, he's already gonna be in the theater because he's gonna watch Birds of Prey, so he should just stay there and watch Weathering with you too. There it is. You might as well. Double yeah. feature. Which one's better? That's a subtle better, way of Jay? saying sneak weathering? into it. <laughs> weathering or Birds of Prey is going to be better? Dude, Weathering is so amazing. Okay. Like, it's Got so it. much better than Birds of Prey. Got it. Yeah. All right. What should we talk about first? Huh? Well, Larry, I went to the comic oh. shop. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to go off script, but you oh. you guys go ahead. No, go off script. I'm finding a sound effect. So you can... Okay. So I know there was a news story like a few weeks ago or whatever, a month ago maybe, about uh, the DC Universe getting a Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, it's... Not what anyone was thinking when they read the headline. <laughs> it's just like a single panel of the Dow H kids. Yeah, because they're part of, um, like, it, it, they get a power every time they pick up the phone, right? 
Right, a random superhero. Right, so he got a spider power, but it's not like he gets to keep it either, right? Right. Yeah. Like, by the next issue, it's gone. Yeah. And so you basically have one panel of him swinging, and then the power is gone. And they mentioned that they might have used the H-Phone too early because they don't have a plan yet. That's a weird comment. So... Say again? It's a weird comic. It is weird. Like, I definitely feel the weirdness. Like, it's funny because in reading it, I'm starting to, like, see all the, like, whenever people criticize Bendis, like, I'm starting to see it in this book. It's so weird. So it's like, oh, go ahead. Well, because I was thinking about that, too, where it's like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Because I re- actually read the, the headline, and it caught me. And then I read the article, and it, and it caught me. Um, hold on one sec. Um, I, re- I, read, I read the headline, and it caught me, and I read the article. And in, in the article, I'm like, okay, so it's just like a one-off thing. like. And then I was like, well... It's like, was that? Could that be a bad comic? Cause it, you know, like Doll H for a Hero to me sounds like a bad comic, you know? Yeah. But it's like, well, like maybe I should come up with a new like, litmo test instead of litmus test <laughs> litmo, where it's like, okay, if you read a comic, <laughs> if you read a a comic and it's, it looks bad to you, then you think in your head like, well, if this was an anime, would it still be bad? And then it's like, okay, if it would still be bad, then it's like, yeah, that's just a shitty comic. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I, I thought about that, that Dial H for Hero with the spider power. And it's like, okay, like, okay, it's a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the big whoop. But then I started thinking about the whole thing. But it's like, if I would watch it with, like, My Hero Academia animation style, like, would it actually, like, still be bad to me you know now i haven't read the book yet so i, I haven't proven this litmo test to be accurate but but yeah i mean in this case joe you tell me if thou h for hero was an anime <laughs> would it still be weird i assume so like <laughs> just going by the concept i think it would like, I only know them through because I'm reading Young Justice. Okay. Like, I mean, I've heard of it before, but right. I never, like, got into it. Yeah. But they're here in Young Justice, and I'm, you know, I'm reading that, so I come across it. But I th- I feel like if it was an anime, it would be pretty good. Okay. Well, like, that issue that you read, like, as an anime, would that be good? Yeah, like Young Justice is, would be really good as an anime. Okay. Now, like, when, and oh, yeah, I like it. I I like it okay as a comic. Like, there's lots of good stuff to be had in it, but I think as an anime, it would also be like really good. Now, when you guys say as an anime, is that like a change in in regards to like? how the story's executed or is that just more so like you're literally talking about stylistically 
would you feel different about the exact same story, but just in a different, like, it's almost, you know, obviously, like, anime has certain kind of touch tones and, and there's, like, aesthetic differences to an anime. Yeah. And, well, and so is, is it the same story but done anime style? Part of the reason I call it the litmo test is because it's not, like, like, to me, if I'm going to watch an anime, I don't know. Half the time, I don't know what I'm getting, you know? Right. And half right. the time, I think, like, like I was watching this thing called Violet Evergarden. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like I read the description. Oh, it's a uh, a veteran of a robot war uh, trying to live with a family of the person that fell in battle that she was protecting. And they call her dolls. They, her, people like her, like they, they, everybody has a companion that's a robot, like warrior, and mm-hmm. her companion died, so she lives with his family, and she's trying to like live a normal life. And I'm like, oh, that 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 actually sounds kind of cool. And then when you watch it, it's like watching Japanese Jane Austen. It's boring as fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like I don't know what I'm getting, but I'm like watching it, and Emily's like, I kept telling her like, man, this this shit's. Like I can't get it. Like I mean, I can see that it's good, but it's just not for me. But I'm, which, but I, which but is I, okay. But I watched everything because it was still good. So no. it's like, so I'm like, well, and but I could only, like, based on that description, and on the execution, like I could only sit with it because it's an anime. If it was like mm-hmm. something on CW, I'd be like, man, fuck this. I'm not watching this shit. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Like I had a hard time getting through CW shows that are good, you know, because they they all imbue a little bit of that Jane Austen-y shit, you know, <coughs> that little yeah, women like, shit gets so poppery, right? And then sometimes I can enjoy that, and sometimes I can't, you know. But right. it, it's like it, it it's just weird. Like, um, well, when we talk about Sabrina, like it's it's where they get musical. They feel they have to have musical numbers. You know, and it's kind of uh, that that's where like American Horror Story started dropping off for me, too. And Sabrina's already doing that in season three. So but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. Oh, wow. So that's why I say the litmo test is like, well, if this is an anime, like, would I still accept it or, or be OK with it? You know. But isn't there a dude in My Hero that gets different powers, not from a phone, but like from what he eats? Well, yeah, but they're like they're all like. So, like, he eats sugar, and it turns it into, like, glycogen, which fuels his muscle, and energy, which fuels his speed, you know? But it's like sugar. Yeah, but then didn't he eat, like, lobster, and he had, like, a big-ass claw hand? Oh, that might have been something, too. That might have been a different guy, too. But we could have been the same. Uh, Again, it's anime. I accept it. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, my hero academia has a guy with a list that makes like giant grapes, or whatever. Yeah, like, and he's a pervy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tried to, he tried to Charlie Rose everybody in the last episode I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I need to catch up, man. Yeah, man. But anywho, uh, any more before we go on comic book reviews? I'm just looking at uh, Tiger Claw and Chatty says. Oh, Anyway, looking forward to Birds of Prey, but next week is Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I and I, I I'm just wondering, like, one is Birds of Prey going to be? Claw, 
Huh? I think what Tiger Claw meant to say is that the next weekend is Fantasy Island. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's wild how they're doing that too. Yeah, I'm like, what? but it's actually like I know, awesome, right? I love it because even like if you watch old Fantasy Island too, like it's still not like fully happy ending shit. Like some of that shit, like if you just edit the lighting, like could be kind of dark. <laughs> With tattoo always saying like, "Hey, boss!" Like that's fucking that's some Igor shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's some like. <laughs> If if Tattoo was wearing black, he'd be like straight up like a mad scientist and his assistant, his like slave <laughs> assistant. You know? Right. So I'm I wondering like, though, I wonder if Tattoo's gonna be in this one. That yeah, I'm it's yeah. gonna be Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I no think, it's not. <laughs> I think what's his name? Isn't the old boy taking that role? Who? Like he's not a midget. Oh. The dude that was in a—I can't think of his name—but he was an Ant Man. The Hispanic dude. Yeah. Oh, that I hate that guy. Who is really? it? Why? Uh, he's setting. He, well, he's setting Hispanics back. Like he's playing tattoo. Like I don't think he's I, playing tattoo. I think he's playing that role. He might be the other guy, but uh, I think he's tattoo. <laughs> I don't think he's tattoo. I think that's Jay's casual racism poking through. Wait, I don't even know who you guys are talking about. The dude who's the, playing the role? The, the fast talking dude from Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena. Right. Oh, okay. Michael Pena. <laughs> like how why is he setting his Hispanic people back? Well, because he always plays dumb, and like, and when he plays like smart, like he's still he's like the bad guy that killed the kid. Like, that's all the roles they give him, and that's all the roles he takes. I mean, I'm glad he's making money, but what about in the Vatican? The Vatican tapes. He was a good guy, right? I haven't seen that. Didn't didn't he play? Uh, what's the movie on Netflix? I don't know. There's a lot of them, man. I'm pretty sure he was the star of the movie on of that Netflix movie. He can't even remember the name, like. Yeah, but that look, I can't remember the name of a lot of things. Look, only but talk about was, things you could remember on the show because we don't have that time. Like, <laughs> it was it was a good, um, like it was a, it was like a sci-fi movie. It was actually pretty good, but I oh, mean, what I'm saying, yeah, 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 where the like, okay, I know what you know what I'm talking about, about though. It's like Invasion or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, well, that was a good movie, and yeah, he was pretty good in it. And, and what I'm saying though is, I don't feel like he's like, oh, I want to play that role all the time. Yeah. That's the role that Hollywood is offering him. Yeah. Other than doing a small indie movie that ends up on Netflix. Yeah, but it's still like, yeah, I don't know. And I you think, know, I if think... I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, it's the the role Hollywood gives him, but he could not take it. Man, he could give that to like. He, he could. Give he's that playing to, the main dude. He could give that to somebody like, oh, he's doing Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that guy. Never mind. Michael, <laughs> Pena, Michael Pena is the shit. No more Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Yeah, he's the shit. Yeah. All right. I'm but, good. Never mind. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm find in out fact, I'm gonna the last ten minutes out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm wondering is like is birds of prey gonna be the number one movie of of this upcoming of this weekend when what are, else is come well hold on out this huh? weekend? Where, yes but they're still like when when are the Oscars like they're still like a couple weeks away right 
I, I, I don't know. Because it might be one of those things where people are going to catch up and try to watch, like the some of the nominated ones because they put them back in theaters. So I think that's. So you think the Birds of Prey might get beat out by an old movie? <laughs> it might. Like I'm, I'm rooting for that. Like, or at least be like number one, but number two is like, you know, Jojo Rabbit or, or 1917. You know. But what I'm wondering is, and if Birds of Prey is the number one movie of this upcoming weekend. Like, do we have to worry about if Sonic is gonna beat it this the following weekend? Is like, is that like, is that possible? Is that yeah? Is that nah, I, I get I ready for that, man? I don't think anybody's gonna watch Sonic it's except possible. for Tiger Claw. I don't know. Sonic's been think, looking good since the redesign. I like like I think kids are gonna like watch Sonic. it. What'd you say, Jay? Kids are gonna want to watch it. Well, I don't. Do kids know who Sonic the Hedgehog is? Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's a little hedgehog, cartoony thing. Oh, okay. And look, like, I, I plus feel like a lot of them like have older brothers that know. But the thing is, it's also you got to think about the formula. So you have Jim Carrey as the villain. Like it's not a Jim Carrey movie. And then the human sidekick is the James Marsden, which he's always like. You saw how good Hop did. How good what? <laughs> Hop. Wait, did Hop do good? No. Nope. It's a terrible. Is, I don't even know what that is. What That's is that? the Easter Bunny movie. That's where the, the Easter Bunny it's, movie. It's Sonic. Where he shits out jelly beans. Yeah, but it, it, it's actually Sonic with the Easter Bunny instead of Sonic, where the Easter Bunny got like warped into our dimension, and James Barsden has to like guide him around, and that's what Sonic is. So, so you're saying, I like I, the argument you're making is it's going to do bad. The and, formula and, is bad for it. Okay, and Birds of Prey will be number one still. Yeah. Hopefully but, not, but, but Oz yeah. and Jay, you feel like kids want to see Sonic. It, does, it doesn't matter if kids want to see it. Parents are going to take their kids to, to watch it. I mean, what else are they going to watch? kids because Tiger Claw is going to make them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there are any like other kids' movies out right now. Oh. There's not. I mean, there's Frozen 2, but that's been out so long that the kids have already seen it. The parents aren't going right. to pay for for another viewing until the DVD comes out or whatever, or streaming, and then you know they can just leave it on the TV all day because they they're bad parents. But <laughs> it's interesting. Like I don't know, man. I'm like, man, that would be wild if Sonic just beat like Birds of Prey is number one for like one week and that's it because of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, Tyre Claus <laughs> says, "Fuck Fantasy Island." I never watched that show. Sonic will rule the box office. Sonic is going to beat it. <coughs> it's like, I don't uh, think so. It's projected to make a lot of money. But yeah. All right. All right. Um, Not more than Fantasy Island. I might <laughs> I might go watch Fantasy Island just to like make sure cuz I I like that they're doing that in a horror vein, but I do want to see like they better have a tattoo in it like uh, a good tattoo. Tattoo's not in it. Yeah, I looked up the cast. There's no tattoo. I'm out. Ta- tattoo is the big secret, like Ursa Major. Yeah, it's actually going to be a guy that turns into a bear. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, a bear that turns into a tattoo. Oh, shit. I'm in. 
It's like the, but, the but by bear, out and the bear's like But by I, bear, you don't mean like uh, the animal. You mean a fat hairy dude that's gay. <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> Played by Kevin Smith. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> oh, All right. All right, I'll play the review music. You might not hear it. Review. Like review. Well, not not like that, but like. All right, Larry. I went to the comic book store again. Atomic comic, Atomic Basement, rather. Yeah. Atomic comic. And uh, I still don't think Mike knows who I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fred. No, I love but... it. I, I I I love it. Like he's. Actually, Were you in your disguise again? I I tried not to be, but you know. It, yeah, I don't know. You know it, your Fantastic Form shirt next time. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I like I like being I like being not not being recognized. I actually enjoy it. So it, it worked. Um, it took off the pressure, and then I didn't feel like I had to say something funny and or critical about a comic, you know. Um, right. But yeah, uh, the only thing that 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 uh, uh, he kept calling me sir, and I don't like it. Like. I'm not that old, but anyway, but yeah, it, it was a good experience. Um, I talked about how business is in Long Beach and, and I gave him my little pearls of wisdom as a business owner in Long Beach and right. the little things I, I noticed in Long Beach, like, cause he I asked how business was and he said, it's a little slow today, but it's Wednesday. Like it should be a little busier, but, but I go, you know, I go, it's okay. It's, you know, January, February, like that there's. There's definitely a ebbs and flows to the way people spend money in Long Beach, you know? But, Did um, you tell him to get a gumball machine? No, but I was looking at his area, and it's like, you know, there, there's space for it, but he actually has it wall-to-wall with comics, so you don't want to put anything that's going to be... Like, where, I, where the gumball could be would take away space from comics, you know? So it's, it's a little tricky, but, you know... Well, well, I'll probably get to tell them some other time, but but yeah, I bought um. Actually, I didn't know what to buy when I went to the shop, and then I knew what I wanted to buy. Um, I wanted to go, get Tidal Waves, uh, Stan Lee tribute comic, mm-hmm. and then the Jack Kirby one. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both drawn by. Um, Dave Ryan. Right. So I wanted to get those, but I, I spaced out when I got there as I pulled up. So I just went to our Fantastic Forum Instagram real quick, and I'm like, I'm at the comic shop. Tell me what to get. So I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought Protected Number One. I got Captain the, America. The people D. on Instagram told you what to buy. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, I got Protected Number One, Dark Agnes Number One. On Marvel, and I have no dark Agnes. Yeah, I don't know who's 
who Dark Agnes is, but it looks like a French Revolution type comic, but it's written by uh, Becky Cloonan and drawn by a couple other good people. But um, I didn't get her cover because I fucked up, but I I uh, I'll get it again later. And then um, what else did I buy? I bought. They told me this book. It has, it has Winter Soldier and Spider Woman on the cover. Strike Force. I oh, bought yeah. that. It's like number six or something. Someone told you to buy Strike Force. Yeah, that's what the people want. So. Oh wow. I might end up reading them and reviewing them on Instagram because they they told me to buy it. And what else? Did okay. They, they, there was stuff like the Captain America at the end. I knew I wanted to get already. And mm-hmm. then um, I actually bought it digitally in the morning because that's what I was going to review for here. So I read it digitally. And then when I got to the end, in fact, I'm just going to jump into that review. I'm not even going to tell you about the other book I bought because I can't, I don't, can't okay. think of it on the top of my head anyway. But when I got to the very last page, it has all the credit. And it says right. Captain America created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yeah. And I was like, they actually printed this shit? So when I got to the shop, I bought it physically because it's like, well, one, if they actually printed it, then it's like, because it's still digitally it's there. So it's like, if they're going to remove something, they're going to remove it from digital first. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like they did Bruce Lee's dick. Yeah. Bruce 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 Lee's Wayne. Yeah, not, Bruce not Wayne. Bruce Lee's dick. Yeah, no, Bruce, Bruce <laughs> Wayne's dick. Bruce Lee's the hyena. That, hap- that happened in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> 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 and then they had a... Uh... Wait, wait, so was it in the uh, printed version? Because oh, if it oh, is, yeah. that's a collector's now. Yeah, it is. And I actually bought the, the, the variant cover. I didn't buy the regular cover. Did I don't know if Mike knows this about me or not. Well, clearly, if he doesn't recognize me, he doesn't know me. But, <laughs> like, I asked if he had a white cover. He said no. I'm like, because I would have bought both. Because the variant cover is um, an Eric Larson cover. So I bought that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Eric Larson wrote it and drew it. Right. And uh, so I was like, I'm getting the Eric Larson cover. The other cover was good, too. But, it, you know, it, it's like, it looks like... I don't know who drew the regular cover, but it looks like the the Ed Brubaker covers of Captain America when Ed Brubaker uh, was. Wait, writing. so who would you get? Who would you get to do your white cover for that one? Rob, like Lasso. any ideals for Captain America? Ah, uh, let's see. I would probably do like a Dave Ryan, like to actually do it in a like patriotic pose, you know, like because it's the end. I think you mm. could do that. Um, I mean, if I had, I'm like, a- unlimited money as opposed to a ton of money, like, I would probably, like, go straight to, like, Alex Ross or, or somebody like that or Julie. No, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Like. Once you mention money. Yeah. Once I had, <laughs> like. he's a hack and that's all he cares about. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with heck. Do you have to get Liefeld at that point? No. You got five bucks. Yeah, you five Rob bucks Liefeld. in a, Yeah. Oh, how dare you? Throw in a Happy Meal in there. You get the big old barrel chest and the disproportionate pose. Well, he'll, well, looking he, like 57 ribs sticking out. Captain America will be like in the in the in the front cover, and in the back is like his the, the other half of his chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Mo, the um, the regular cover artist, I think, I think it's Razor. Yeah. It it's a one name. Isn't he a Razor? Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not Razor. It's uh. Rizza? It's spelled R A H Z Z A H. So I'm assuming that's Razor as opposed Raza? to Raza. But it's Raza a one cool? name. <laughs> you mean like Viva La Raza? <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's that's cultural appropriation. While you brought up uh, Rob Liefeld, actually. That's the best kind of appropriation. <laughs> Rob Liefeld. That's got how it. we got Taco Bell tacos. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love Taco Bell. Yeah, you would. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> I know he does. I do too. When I don't have a lot of money. No, fuck that. I starve. Um, <laughs> Rob Liefeld on Twitter actually like. I, this is the first time I see him like really curse at somebody that talks shit to him, so I retweeted it. But he said, uh, "Oh, what did he say?" I, I guess he posted something about drawing or working on something. And uh, let's see here. So he put he he said, uh, "Rob Liefeld tweeted on May twenty on January 29th. He said, uh, "Let me give you a quick history lesson of." HOF X-Men artists. Cockrum, Byrne, Smith, Silvestri, BWS, Leonardo, Lee, Portacio. It has long been a gold standard for the best of the best as far as art. You can, uh, he says, you can at least ask for consistency. Why wouldn't you? And then some guy replied, uh, he says, they let you draw them. It can't be that high of a standard. <laughs> To which he replied, right, I'll act like I wasn't the best-selling ex-artist of all time in order to fulfill your shit narrative. <laughs> which is true. Oh, yeah, my it is God, true. that's awesome. Yeah, which, was, which is true. Was, like, like this fool did have the best-selling X-Men book, period. Like, his creation went from one student to another unchanged. Right. You know, like, that, that, they can't, they can't. Go within same studio unchanged. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like Marvel has good shit in the comics, and then they make their movies, and they, they dilute them. It's like they make Deadpool movie on Fox. They make it in Disney. They're not... I, I don't think they're going to change it that much. No, I don't think so. Like, it, they, it would hurt them to do it. I don't think yep. that's that stupid. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you actually get to the last page and what what the deal was with it? Yeah, it, it just the the last page says uh, says the same thing. Like Stanley and Jack Kirby created uh, Captain America. I, yeah. I, on Instagram, I posted it when I when I got the digital copy, and um, you know, I tagged Marvel and stuff, but you know, they didn't they didn't reply or anything. So we'll see. There's no. It might be one of those things where they're like, ah, fuck it. We're not even going to recall it, you know? Which, 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 which would be wrong. It would, but that's what they're going to do. Because like, at this point, with, with comics, really I feel not like do that. they don't give a fuck about it. Like, it, it's one of those things that they would have recalled, like, before Wednesday. And, you know, very few people would have gotten it. But I think now it's not even going to be valuable because even if they do recall it, Probably a bunch of people bought it already. Like I don't know. It doesn't seem like. 
I'm not sure anybody realized it though before it it actually came out. Yeah, no. So this barely came out today. Yeah, it came out today. Yeah, and then. So who's the editor? Like, why aren't they doing their job? Listen, and and that's the thing. Like, Rob Liefeld actually did tweet about this too. Oh, did he? And he he tagged Marvel as well. Yeah. And and he said, "Hey, at Marvel, I assure you that Stanley did not create Captain America." He said, "This is awful." And a slight to Joe Simon and his family. Get it together. And that tweet, um, it's only at this point, it's only gotten like just over 500 likes. And um, it hasn't even been retweeted 100 times yet. But the editors accredited on this book are, of course, uh, C.B. Sobolski, the editor-in-chief. Jordan White is the editor and then Chris Robinson is the assistant editor and it's just like so none of those assholes realize this this shit this is what I'm saying I don't understand how something like that gets by all Well, when I say all three of these people obviously CB is not copy checking books that's not his job he takes the blame because it's his job to make sure that there's somebody that's doing their job but, you know, I'm I'm really shocked that, you know, Jordan White, which, you know, good guy, good editor. Well, according let to let that slide by. According to Rob Liefeld's tweet from one minute ago, he says, wait, this was a Jordan White book? Ugh. I have endless examples, hard evidence of his incompetence. It baffles how this goes out the door. Well, hey, wow. I don't know what to tell you. Like jo- Jordan Jordan White in, and I'm sure Jordan White makes mistakes, but in in my experience, like the books that he put that he's been over, have all for overall been decent books. Do you think he's gonna get fired over this? No, no, well, and not not by CB Sapolsky. Yeah, no. Like maybe in another era of Marvel that would have happened, but not in this one. Or, or as I like to call him, Akira Sapolsky. Exactly right. It's like what? What, what kind wait, of moral that was that guy? Do you have yeah, that to was mess that around guy. and be like, you you have to go because of this. You know, somebody somebody tried to blame it on on Eric Larson. Uh, somebody was like, in wait, the why comments. would it be his fault? Exactly, like the dude said, Larson should have caught caught this as he seems to think he knows everything, and Rob Liefeld spoke up. For him saying he's not editorial, he's a freelancer working in San Francisco. This is a paid Marvel position that shipped this out. Yeah, like all he did was actually write and draw it. That page is not near the art <laughs> at all. Like that's the no, last page. Absolutely like, yeah, not. that's somebody right. else put that. Somebody else that knows how to kind of use Illustrator and Photoshop put that together. And it was probably right. been together put together as soon as the book was announced. Yeah, somebody else put. This is what happens when a company like Disney, who doesn't care about legacy or canon or anything but money, takes over. That's Boo true. Disney. I, I agree Damn. with that. And I, w- I was going to blame it. I mean, they're right, but that's not relevant. Like, that's not relevant to this situation. Right. I mean, Which it is some... true. They, they are like, yeah, like what he said about them is true. It's just not relevant to this particular situation. Right. Which somebody said. Uh, I'd be very surprised if anyone at Disney had anything to do with copy 
in the credits page of a Marvel comic, fine to hate Disney, but be logical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's no fun. Bringing logic <laughs> into 2020. Get out of here. There it is. So it's just like, you know, but it's it's crazy, though, because I'm like, you know, I saw your original uh, post in our chat, Mo, and I was just like, I'm looking at that like, I don't want to believe that Marvel did that. Like, you know, and I was just like that. Like, I know that it had to have happened because you wouldn't put it in there. Like because of the source, I'm like, yeah. but it had to happen because Mo wouldn't just put that in there. Well, that's why I made sure to to do it like when I did because you know I read this, like Liefeld put his five hours ago. That's at two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I got mine this morning, um, mm-hmm. and like first thing in the morning, like you know I I was I wasn't busy at work. I'm like, first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get my comics. It's Wednesday, you know I can't. I, I was trying to get to the shop before. I get to the to the comic shop before I get to the barber shop, but it, you know there was an accident on the freeway and I was running late, so it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna have to jump on the old Marvel app, and uh, you know, eventually when I update it, I'll lose that. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like when I got to the last page, I was like, that's weird. Like I don't even know what made me read all that. Usually those pages I don't even look at. Yeah. yeah, but it just—I guess it—that discomfort, that unconscious discomfort of like it being there, like my brain reacted, my hate meter reacted before I cognitively did, and uh, I was like, I gotta tell the guys of this, fucking Disney, <laughs> fucking Walt. But aside from that, the comic book, Larry, did you get to read it? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? You know, I didn't like it. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't. I didn't. I didn't. Like, and here's the well, thing. What, what's the story? Um, like, we haven't gone through a summary yet. Yeah. Yeah. For the people that but, didn't get a chance to read it. Yeah. Some summary, and you know, this is. I mean, realistically, the 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 premise of the story is that, um, Captain America has has defeated, like, actually, like, well, I don't know if he killed Red Skull, but Red Skull has died. Let's put it like that. And it's verified, like Captain America knows cancer? No, no, not not like <laughs> he died in battle somehow. They don't say how. And upon fighting his cancer, death, <laughs> upon his death, there's some sort he released, or before his death, he released some sort of virus that basically turns people Was into the space red. force. No, no space force. <laughs> and. Uh, it turns like it, it's basically some kind of like virus that basically turns people into. Um, I, it, it, think of it as like a zombie esque type virus, but instead of people becoming zombies, they become hive mind linked red skulls. And you know, Wait, long didn't as you, the Joker do that? The Joker did have a a, a gas that m- made people. That that made them turn into a version of himself, but they were more laughed uncontrollably until they died. They didn't. No, no he's talking about one, he's talking story, about the Batman who laughs, and then that Batman who laughs in the Batman Superman books, he he infected like seven other characters Jay's with Batman who laughs. But that's how that's no, how that was... happened. Is Bruce Wayne kills 
or Batman kills the Joker, and then a toxin comes out of him and gets into Bruce Wayne, and that's how he becomes the Batman who laughs. Yeah, but that's not what Joe's. No, I was referring to a story before. Like I thought the Joker did do that once. Like, and everyone in Gotham was turning into Jokers, not just the laughing uncontrollably and dying. Oh, I don't remember that story. That where they actually turn into like a version of the Joker, but if that did happen, then wrong. yes. Huh? Oh, so maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah, but if that did happen, then this is a similar story, and so it's literally Captain America fighting a world full of red skulls. Um, and and you know, honest, and and that's really the whole premise. Like he's like literally fighting red skulls off. And trying to see if he can find survivors. And that that's pretty much the whole story, which um the the the, sto- the my problem with this book isn't the actual story. The concept is a good concept. It just feels like everything is like done halfway to me. Like the the story isn't doesn't feel like it's fully fleshed out or was fully fleshed out. And the art isn't isn't good either which you know i like i usually like eric larson's art but this doesn't if everything felt feels rushed and so a higher page count would have fixed it oh no 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 when i say rushed i don't i'm not talking about there weren't enough story or enough book i'm saying that i think it's double the size right right no it's a decent yeah it's not it's definitely more than 22 pages but which Honestly, what it, well, I mean, it feels like it's like as if somebody was like, hey, we need you to do this book and we need to make sure that it's done in a month's time. So everybody was under the gun, like which goes all the way to the friggin editorial page, right? To the credits. Obviously, somebody was moving too fast. Hence why we got Stan Lee and Jack Kirby <laughs> as the creators of Captain America. That That is like that is the perfect, like, that's this book in a nutshell. Everything, every part of this book, st- to me, feels like people weren't taking enough time to do it correctly. And that's the thing. Like, this is by far not the best writing Eric Larson's ever done. It's by far not the best art he's ever done. Like, even the, the page layouts and stuff feel uninspired. Like, the storytelling, the way he, he formats his... Uh, his his uh his panels and stuff it's just like it's it's very very basic and none of it is like like i, I let me put it like this i when i saw that this was going to be an eric larson story i was like oh okay cool like you know like i literally opened up the book the i saw the first page which is like a splash page right and i was looking at it like Oh, I guess they're doing like they're starting the book off in like an old style kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, like golden age type feel, you know. I'm like, OK, cool. No problem. And then I turned the page and I'm like, oh, no, we're still like we're still with this kind of art. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be the art for the whole book. <laughs> no, really, that's 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 how I felt. I wow. Trying to like do like a. I thought he was starting the book off like it's going to be in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like this was going to be a flashback. And so he did it in like a, a golden age kind of style. And I was like, you know, oh, OK, well, he's going to amp it up 
you know, and flip it to when we get to the present and it just stays the same and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look good to me. It's still, it's still Eric Larson's style, but it's just not at his highest level of execution. And so I, yeah, I like the, the premise of the story wasn't a bad premise, but the execution of it felt bad to me. Like every, like even it has like a running kind of dialogue from like a, a, third person narrator um and you know I, i'm thinking like okay well maybe that will end up being somebody which is if it's not it's okay like i don't have any problem with like third person omniscient narration but this narrator like this it's, it's so lazy it's like why does it even need to be there it doesn't like it doesn't give you it barely gives you any insight on what's happening in the story so it's just like it doesn't serve a purpose. Like every time I think it's gonna tell me something interesting or profound, it doesn't. So I'm just like, I don't need that. And then just the dialogue, like Captain America only gets to speak so much because he's um you know, he's basically alone. But he, he thinks every so often, and every so often he does say stuff and he meets some people, but all of that dialogue is all like trash too. And I'm just really? like, like Eric, I'm like Eric Larson knows how Captain America speaks. Like, he can, he can find Captain America's voice. And the only, the only thing I could come up with is that, okay, he must have been rushed. Like, maybe, you know, he didn't have the, the proper amount of time or didn't take the proper amount of time to, to really, like, feel the story out. And, and it chose to me. I, I blame Jordan White. <laughs> he could he could be the culprit like i mean if if he went to like say you know to eric larson and was like hey man i need you to do a the end story for me and i need you to turn it around for me in in friggin uh 45 days like that would explain a lot like if literally he had no idea he was going to be doing this book and was like hey we'll give you a check man but we're in a tight spot we already we already solicited it we need you to to make this happen for us. <laughs> that would that would make a lot of sense to me, and that's it would so it would it, it would explain everything with this book for me. But if that's not what happened, if this was like something that they had planned, like if Eric Larson was at Marvel uh, Marvel Summit for the year and knew that he was going to be doing this book, and took however much amount of time to make it happen, I would I would be shocked. I'd be like. I will say, you know, uh, you're putting images in the chat. The, the, the images in chat look better than the images on the page. I mean, they're from the book. Yeah, but they're digital. Oh, I guess. So, which, I mean, it's closer to what the artist intended. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not by any means uh, trying to, to make excuses. I'm yeah. just saying that if, you're, if you happen to be in chat and you're looking at these pictures, or if you happen... To be listed to the archive and you go look up pictures of it on online, you're looking at a better version of what we're looking at, or at least what I'm looking at in my version of this comic. And you know, I mean, even just there, I'm just like, I mean, it's an older version of Captain America, so you do have to keep that in mind too. But I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like it. It feels super rushed. And then I got to the end and saw 
Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and I was just like, you know what, man, f this book. See, <laughs> see, sí, sí. no book. me gusta. Hey. <laughs> what did you think, Mo? Um, I accidentally muted Joe because he was making a lot of noise. So, oh, there we go. Okay, cool. He can. <laughs> I I couldn't unmute him, but anyway, I, I actually I I I did like the book, but. What you say about how it feels like kind of rushed is is true. Like the story is just like for me, like all I saw is like Eric Larson is drawing Captain America fighting with a bunch of red skulls. And it's just like yeah. a brawl, like a big, long brawl. Yeah. And, and I know he likes doing that. Yeah. And then so I'm like, OK, well, we're going to see him die. And then he doesn't die. So it's like really <laughs> not the end. So it's like, okay, when that once I didn't see him die, I'm like, okay, well, it, it's actually the opposite. Like, I'm going to spoil it for you because, you know, chances are you get, this is going to get recalled and <laughs> you're not going to get to read it. But he basically, he's the only person that got exposed to the virus and didn't become one because his blood is resistant to that virus because he's super soldier. So he starts infusing people with his blood because he's a typo negative and he, um, universal donor so like he helped a little girl and she didn't get she didn't turn into a red skull so then they start like helping the red skull people and turning them back and then the ones that they that get reverted back to normal get trained to fight the other guys off and then collect more and you know cure everybody he's the cure which is still it's still kind of cool but it, it is like kind of like a weird rush thing you know? Like, yeah. Wait, so yeah, is this a one shot? Yeah. 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 The ends are usually a, a one shot where it, like, you know, it's just how it ends. And now the thing about Hot Marvel, damn. the thing about Marvel is like they did the end. Like, I guess the first one they did was what? Like Hulk the end. Yeah. And then that was a big thing. And then I guess they ran out of shit to do. So now they're making a bunch of the ends. They did the Miles Morales, the end, which are Instagram polls said that he's not worthy of one yet but you know and then Captain America the end I thought well, like, well that one is worthy I know they were coming around out around the same time so I'm like uh, this one I want to check out so now it's like well how this one turned out while I did enjoy it because I just like I actually enjoyed the art style too I've read it both digital and physical and it was similar to me you know, some of it wasn't the best, like, clearest, but the architecture and the backgrounds and everything was, like, consistent with it. So it felt, like, in play. Everything felt in place, even though he's, like, jumping at you, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So the art, to me, was good, and, and I love that art. I love, like, the only page I didn't like was that zoom-in of his face where he says, it's me. Like, that's the only part that didn't look, like, Eric Larson art to me and I was like that's just a weird page to have here and it's just one single page both digital and physical it's just one single page of that which is like it just doesn't fit the rest of the comic art in the book they kind of fucked up his mask too yeah it just looks weird you know like it just it just looked weird I, I'm, I wasn't in it I wasn't feeling it and uh that that's that's how that went for me but um yeah it, it wasn't the end and 
it, it was a little it, it was a little weird you know i didn't even do the litmo test for it but yeah i i in it, to a certain degree larry i agree with you i just didn't dislike it as much as you did so for me i give it four uh three and a half typo negative blood drops out of five Did I lose Larry? No, no, I'm here. I'm here. No, I, I'd have to get. He it turned like... into a red skull. Yeah. Uh oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd have to give it like a two. I like, like it. There, the, the story has definitely has potential. Like it's not, it's not the premise. It's the execution. But there was, Red Skull Modok. Listen, you have to have loved it, that. Well, but here's the thing, though. It like that should have been a moment, and it was something interesting that happens in the book. But it's like the whole reveal of it and all that kind of stuff didn't. It didn't feel like a moment to me at all, which is crazy to think because it's like it. It should be a no brainer, and I like what, especially considering like you know Eric Larson is good. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what Eric Larson can do, so this is like it, I was shocked, like w- literally, like shocked by how it all it all turned out. Just because I'm just like, man, like I am really not liking this. <laughs> like I don't like I don't like it, and I'm just like, wow, like I don't know what's happening, but it's just it don't feel it doesn't feel like the caliber of artwork. It doesn't feel like the caliber of writing, because I, I know, like I know, I know, like I've read Eric Larson books where he has like great characterization. Yeah. I've read books where he has fantastic art. One of those, and it's not that... like it's not like he doesn't do both often. So I was, uh, yeah, I'm just like I was really kind of floored. One of those that comes to mind, I don't know the exact number. Maybe I'll look it up while I'm vamping here, but was Wolverine Ages of Apocalypse. Ages of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And it was the one where it's that alternate Fantastic Four, the Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Hulk, Spider-Man team. Um, but I don't remember the issue. But he drew the cover, drew the inside... And it was just good all around. Now I'm like, maybe yeah, I yeah. should read that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, like, yeah. I like, to, I mean, I I'm looking that at that Modoc page. You just put it into into chat, and I'm just like, yeah, just it's disappointing. I just put in a cover that he did for Revenge of the Sinister Six in the chat as well. And this is like literally a giant double-sided splash of Eric Larson with a whole bunch of characters because it's literally all these Spider-Man villains versus a whole bunch of... Was this made in like 92? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that looks 92. Right. But it's to me, I'm like, that's an awesome cover to me. Like, that's one of my favorite 
Eric Larson drawings. And it definitely, of course, it looks like Eric Larson's work. <laughs> so some people are not fans of his. I personally am. Yeah. But looking at that versus what I'm seeing in this Captain America book, I'm just like. Like you look at that that little like thing in the in the corner right there, like things face like especially with a page like this would be an easy one to like just take a shortcut on. Mm-hmm. But he gets that thing face so well. Mm-hmm. No, everybody, man, everybody. This movie made Solo look cool. Solo is cool. If you say so, Mo. <laughs> But yeah, man, I don't know. I I actually I have that book. It's an awesome book. Yeah, I know I have it too. Yeah, I have all of his run and all McFarlane's run. Which yeah, it's one of the things that I'll never get rid of. I just put in that Ages of Apocalypse Wolverine one forty eight. Yeah, I have that book too. It's not as good as yours, but it's still cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, look, I mean, it's it's definitely better. In my mind, than this the Captain America we saw. What year was this one made? That one was in um, I want to say two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, it was for That's the anniversary for yeah. the anniversary for Age of Apocalypse. I think the, the ten year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I just know he can do better, and I don't know what happened, but like I'm gonna assume it had something to do with him being under a constrained deadline like this feels to me like what happens when a fighter takes a fight on short notice and he gets knocked out and you're like he could have beat that dude if he had had the time like that's what this issue feels like like he could he could have knocked that out the park if he had the time i know that but like yeah even like i i didn't even see this cover but even that cover is not good. Yeah, like, it's, not as, it's not as. Like what? Like what's up with the proportions? Like Captain America's fists look like they belong on a different person. Well, that's also his newer style too. Oh yeah. Did, yeah. did he get it from Rob Liefeld too? No. Um. If, if like if you're reading his newer stuff, that a lot of it looks like this. Looking like plastic, man. Yeah. I actually like it. Like it's kind of cartoony, and, and uh, I, I enjoy it. But I can see, like, it, after seeing like th- that Spider-Man cover, because if you even look, like right, in, like in chat right now, is that Spider-Man cover the was it the twenty-two, twenty-three Spider-Man twenty-three, and then then you have that Ages of Apocalypse. Like these are all I want to say what like ten years apart each. Yeah, like I think you you're can, right. You can actually see that transition into what that the end cover looks like in that no, Wolverine cover. You're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like you can definitely see the difference between. Yeah, I see yeah. where you're coming from with that. And you know, it, and maybe what I what I am understanding and realizing is that I like his old style better, which yeah. you know. That's fair, you know. It's like I I can't be mad at that. I, uh, artists have to uh, have to evolve. That 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 Spider-Man style was also as good as he was and everything. 
was a constraint. Like you know, he had to he had to do Spider Man in a way that Marvel would approve it. Like, right? The, that that uh, Ages of Apocalypse Wolverine and this Captain America at the end. They're like, you know what? We're coming to you now. You know. So right. that's probably where he feels more comfortable drawing, but that Spider-Man was where he actually put in a little more hard work <coughs> because he's, you know, he's he's actually working for somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, I can I can see that. But I actually do like that style of. I know when they relaunched the Defenders, he did it, and it looked a lot like this book too. Like both of these, this Wolverine and the Captain America. And I actually do enjoy that style myself, but. That's just me. I, I like weird things sometimes. I do love those red skull heads, how he did them in this new style. Like, I, I really like those. Like, I'm thinking of getting one tattooed. I like that, and I like the Captain America, but the Captain America, the pose is too cartoony for the details that it has. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the pose is a classic Captain America pose. Yeah, he but just, the way he drew it. Yeah, the way he drew it makes it look weird. If and, if the, and the proportions the, are off, like his head feels way too big for his see, body. I think it looks too small. The head is too small. To me, yeah. Oh wow! If if the costume wasn't as detailed as it was, if it was more cartoony, then it would look okay. Like if the colors were more flat instead of detailed. Uh, and that kind of puts you into that. Wolverine territory right there or even that Spider-Man like the colors are are vibrant in that Spider-Man but they're not I guess the digital coloring doesn't translate his art well or something I know the colorist Maybe. Edgar Delgado like I know he's, he's a good colorist and he, he works a lot with Humberto Ramos and uh mm. But yeah, he's a newer guy, you know. He's not like one of the guys that's used to working with older cats, you know. Yeah. I do love that Modok though, that Red Skull Modok. Like even his size, like. Yeah. It, it just looks. I, I like that that page and the one after. I know you didn't like it. Like it didn't feel like a moment to you. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed it. I got See, it. in that MODOK, I got no problem with that. That looks badass. Yeah, Larry doesn't like it, but... Yeah, I, I, I like the, the idea, but yeah, the actual execution of it okay, wasn't, wasn't great to me. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, man. That's where it could be weird, too, because, you know, you're looking at just a page out of context, heck, but I'll show you yeah. like, what the page transitions to. I'm actually going to put that up. It transitions into, uh, you know, regular story. Like, that's like a flash, like a splash page. And then, yeah, yeah it looks cool, but then you got to read the rest of the book. And it looks a little something like this. Yeah, like the, the, the lead up to that moment is is not great. And then the one after it isn't as great. I still See, enjoy- like, that first panel. Captain America, no problem with that. That looks nice. That that's definitely one of the first the, the better uh versions of oh. him throughout this book. Yeah, all this shit looks nice. This is good shit. Maybe. It's a uh, it's very 
modern in the way it's colored because you can tell it's very digital. And it looks, it looks good. I like it. I like uh, the Captain America poop face in the last panel. <laughs> He's like really trying to rock back and forth. Yep. That that's uh it's stuck and I don't want to rip my asshole. <laughs> For America. For America. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go get this book before it gets recalled. Yeah, man. I look, I, I think the sad fact of the matter is I think like I I don't think Marvel's gonna recall it. Yeah, I I don't think it's gonna they're gonna recall it. Which is crazy because it's just like you know, there's like it just kind of goes to show how how things have changed because there would have been a point in time where that would have been considered like sacrilege. Yeah. So let, let's say they don't recall it. Does Joe Simon not get the royalties, or the state of Joe Simon not get the royalties? I mean, listen, it, it, listen. Or do they even get royalties? Ninety ninety nine percent. Of well, shoot. Let's say ninety eight, ninety eight point five percent of what these creators get is credit. <laughs> so this is a like what we're talking about is not like like they get you know maybe point five percent that's money, and then they get one percent of a job well done. You know what I mean? Where they can take yeah. pride in the fact that it's like, you know, like as far as compensation goes, right? <laughs> it's like, because realistically, at the end of the day, it's like only so many people care who actually created Captain America. Most people yeah. think Stanley did create Captain America, I'm sure. Probably. Even though he did not. But the fact is, like, when you're when you think of it like that, where it's like the Simon estate is probably not getting they're probably getting next to nothing in regards to Captain America royalties. And then they, you know, they ha- what they do have is like, okay, well, you know, the people that know, like, it, 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 it is truth that Joe Simon created Captain America. So that is a thing, too, where you can take pride in the fact that that did happen. I did that. That's real. But realistically, the, ma- the vast majority of what you get from having created Captain America is the actual credit that I created Captain America. So it's just like, well, you start taking that away from comic creators. It's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, that's all that you have. This is why artists can't get shit in, in like real work. Well, it's it's why you got to get as much money as you can up front. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different now. So that's a good thing. Well, yeah. it's, no, not, this, it's, this sets, it's different in comics. This sets barely. a precedent. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that. This is a mistake. Like, you know, there's a bunch of people still now who are artists trying to get their shit out there, trying to get a word, word trying to get their name out. And they're like, hey, uh, can you do some work for me? I can't pay you. Right. I give you credit. Right. I'll put right. your name on it. For right. the exposure. Right. And it's like and, that should not be a thing anymore. In it should not have been a thing anytime through the 2010s. It definitely should not be a thing through the 2020s, where it's like, dude, you like if you want people to do artwork for you, artwork is a skill and it takes time. 
So pay people to do it. Yeah. And if you can't pay people to do it, then then don't ask them. Or because there's there's a lot of people that don't believe it's a skill. It's like, oh, you make good shit. I don't even understand that though. How like how can you? It's like singing. It's like, dude, only so many of us can do it. Yeah. It's not like you know what I'm saying. Like it's not. It's not like it's it like there are people that say like for instance, I can understand even though. This doesn't make sense to me either. I can understand some people feeling like, oh, I, I mean, all they're doing is getting paid to talk. That's not really a skill. Any of us can talk, even though just talking can be hard, to, especially considering if you're talking about at particular levels. You know, there, there's definitely a skill to that. But if you want to make an argument that anyone could talk, or I could do that too, and you could try. I can understand that at least because you do actually speak. You know what I mean? But when we're talking about singing, it's like we all know that everyone can't sing. We've heard bad. We've heard a lot of bad singing, whether it's from our family, our friends, or actually people that have deals or that get paid to do it on the radio or shows. Right? Like we all. This is yep. happening. So. Art feels it's it's that same thing. It's not like if I gave you a pencil and put it into the hand of just a random person or a pen or whatever, it's not like anyone could just draw something. That's that's why Pictionary's fun. Cause people are terrible at drawing. They're like, True. what is that? No one knows. If everyone was good at drawing, Pictionary would not be a game. So I don't get it. And so the thing is, don't get me wrong, I get that everyone doesn't have money. And if you're like, hey, we can go half and half, and you feel like you can convince somebody, like, we're going to create this thing together. You're going to provide the artwork. I'm providing, you know, ideas or whatever, and we're going to be equal partners. That's fine, but just hold to that. Don't mess around and try to screw somebody and be like, oh, well, all you did was put a few lines down on paper. It's like, nah, man, that's ne important. Never, never take the, oh, we'll be equal partners agreement from somebody offering ideas because you're getting fucked i mean if you're if you're doing the work that's 70 percent of the deal right there and I, if you're going 50 50 you're getting fucked i i i i won't go as far as saying that only because i think that ideas are important too and it's like i can i can see that you oh, let me put it like this I can understand why somebody I I could uh, or somewhat agree with the advice. Hey, maybe you shouldn't take that deal, but not because I feel like the artist is doing more work than say the idea person. They're doing different work, but and you know what they're doing, I definitely think is is overall more labor intensive. But it's almost like the difference between you know like it, it's like the difference between. A person that is is um like an 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 architect drafting something, and the person that actually has to lay down the actual like the the, the doing the actual masonry. That's you know what I'm that's a very different analogy because even drafting, that's on par with drawing. Well, no, so that's but a lot, what I'm saying that's that's more work than what an idea person would have. Well, no, but see, but but what you the point you're missing is. You're saying you're doing most of the work, and it's like there's somebody that's putting down those those bricks, 
that's like, well, I made, I did a lot more work than the person that drew the picture. They just had an idea. I made it real. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the analogy where it's like, you know, but the person that 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 actually like came up with the idea for that building. Like in their mind, they're like, well, no, I mean, you couldn't even lay down that brick if I didn't have these ideas first. And it's like it, it's definitely like if you're talking physically, absolutely. There's more physical work being done. But ideas have importance, too, because. You know that's that's where you start. As as someone who has done art for money, I can tell you that the the final product usually looks nothing like what the original idea was because the original idea was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen though. I mean, well, I think what, and, at and that I, point you you miss what I say because I get what you're saying, but what you're saying works more. If the idea person has an idea on paper, drawn out something, something tangible to work from. But but a script yeah. is ideas on paper. Yeah. And and that's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I guess if you're saying like, oh, well, I have this random idea and all they're doing is just like kind of telling it to you. And then you're just you're like. Let me put it like this. If they don't have something physical to show you, they're telling you something off of their head because they can't do anything else beyond that. Then it's a screwed up deal if you take it 50-50. If mm-hmm. they have if they present something you that. that you can work from, then you, you know, that. it's a 50-50, you know, whatever. 60-40, whatever. I would agree with you on that. Like at the very least they should write it down. That that yeah. I'll agree with you. But I think more like to the point Oz is making, I mean, what you're talking about is collaboration. And it's like at that point, that that is even more so why it should be 50. Well, like, I, like I'll give you an example of uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Stan, Stanley said, I want I want like a human spider type of thing. And right. Kirby looked at him like, wait, it was Kirby, right? No, it wasn't Kirby. Was that Kirby? Did go. Ditko. Ditko. Well, Kirby did Sorry. do something, but that's not what they used. Right. Well, and Ditko looked looked at Stan Lee and said, "What? Well, you're stupid. This is and drew Spider Man, and so that's what we got. We didn't get Stan Lee's original idea. Well, we got it for Peter Parker. Well, well, yeah. And I mean, this Stan Lee had a lot of ideas that ended up getting used. Like the just what he Spider Man physically looked like in costume was different. Right." It's like here's a better example. And Bob if, Kane. Hold on, if you actually read like Spider Man, like you know that the costume doesn't make the man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. So, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Bob. I've actually heard that that uh, it's manners that maketh the man. <laughs> wow! Is I love, that, look, if you, references. If you can't. If you're nothing without the suit, no, what is it? If you're, yeah, if you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve the suit to begin with. Is that how that bullshit goes? I don't, I don't That's remember. That's the, the new book. like great power, great responsibility shit. The Disney version. What? Yeah, because you know, like Disney made it so that there's no Uncle Ben, but 
Tony Stark is his Uncle Ben. Oh. So he tells him, like, if you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve the suit. Like, that's his whole with great power comes that's Disney's with great power comes great responsibility moment. Disney, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't know if they meant it to be Oh, that. they meant it. Oh. They meant okay. that that's why he gave like that that's why Far From Home did like it all built up to Far From Home. All right. What what was the example that you were going to give, Heck? Oh, uh Bob Kane. Bob Kane made a Batman. He put something on paper. It never got used because Bill Finger made a better Batman. But Bob Kane did put something on paper. Right. He just ended up fucking Bob Kane, uh, Bill Finger later. Right. But, you know, he did put something on paper. So, so he could have gotten away with that, you know, a little more than 50-50. So you could say that in this Captain America, the end, Joe Simon got fingered. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> All right, are we done with this yet? Or yeah, because I have a yeah. fifteen-minute heavy metal minute, and then holy oh, crap, shit. the whole thing? Or are you yeah. just gonna play like a minute, like uh, that one time? Yeah, I think I'm gonna do like the first three stories, and then if you want the rest of it, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, well, no, you gotta subscribe <laughs> to our outlets, whether it's Castro. Uh, Stitcher, Castbox, Patreon. No, nah, we don't even have we don't have nothing up there yet. So, yeah, like iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, Podbean, AllGames.com. Got uh, you. Talk okay. Shoe. Go yeah, for just, it. Let, just let us know when to come back. We're just giving it out for free, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, half the time for the exposure. Half the time we don't even know what we're talking about till like two hours before the show. So. How are we going to charge? I'm just sitting here with my legs in the air. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that Oz is on that 50-50 deal. Yeah, my 50 Yesterday, Testament announced the release of their newest album. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, they say it's coming out on April 3rd. It's going to be called Titans of Creation. The band is now today streaming... Night of the Witch, uh, which kind of lives up to all the hype that we've been hearing about this album. This album has been shrouded in a little bit of mystery because they don't... Chuck Billy goes around telling you how great it's going to be and how how good it's going to be, <laughs> pretty much. He, he says he's been things like, you know, I guess one of the quotes here says, that It has been months since the final mixing of Titans of Creation. We are eager for fans to hear it. We feel that we put a lot into this record, and at the end of the day, it is a testament record that stands on its own. We are very proud of Titans of Creation. Night of the Witch actually sounds like old school, practice what you preach type testament. It sounds awesome. Like, it's actually playing, I'm speaking over it like a douchebag. I'm speaking over Night of the Witch right now. So what you hear under me right now is Night of the Witch. Uh, Titans of Creation was recorded by Juan Ortega. He's known for recording Exodus, Exhumed Machine Head. Uh, he also worked with Testament's past two albums. And it was mixed by Andy Sneap, who he's known for Judas Priest's work. The artwork, which is phenomenal, has been done by uh, Eleran Cantor, which uh, he did stuff for Scythe, Thy Art is Murder, and Hate Eternal. But yeah, check out Night of the Witch and 
keep your calendars marked because April 3rd is the release of Testament's Titans of Creation. In other new album news, the Black Dahlia Murder, the almighty Black Dahlia Murder, they have a record coming out. Um, it's been three years since their last record, which is, I think, the longest they've gone without releasing a record. Um, but the vocalist Trevor Strand tells us, says in their review that the wait will soon be over. And the new, they're going to give you a new song in February. Now, I don't know about you, at the time of this recording, February is like two days from now. So I don't know when in, in, when in February they're going to do it. But he said that the album comes out in April and the first taste of it will be at the beginning of next month. The first song and the artwork and the big reveal of the name and all that will be next month too. Uh, he said he's pretty excited about it. It's been a long time coming. He says he recorded the vocals for the album last May. So it's almost a year since <laughs> it's almost a year since he recorded that the album comes out. It's a, he says it's coming out in April, so you know, it might be the same date as that Testament album. And in addition to this cool news about new albums, both Testament and Black Dahlia Murder are going on the North American tour together, co-headlining. And it's going to start off at Phoenix, Arizona on April 20th at the Van Buren. And it's going to end May 28th in Anaheim, California. After that, they're going down to South Africa. Um, direct support for this tour is going to be provided by none other than Municipal Waste. So that's going to be a good, good fucking tour. I, I, and the last one is right here close to me in Anaheim. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to that one. Norma Jean are touring people's houses. We should have a like, uh, like current, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like, uh, for those of you who listened to that heavy metal minute and thought, how can I get pre-sale tickets for the Testament Black Dahlia murder tour? Um, there is a pre-sale going on now. I don't know if it's going to be tickets actually formally go on sale Friday. But if you get the pre-sale code, you can buy them now. I don't know if they can still do it, but the, you could. I, I bought mine early today. But if you want the code for that, the code is TESTAMENT in all capital letters on Ticketmaster. So hopefully you can get your, your early tickets. But yeah, let's get to some news. Uh, You know... I know, I know. Um, we didn't talk about, it, or at least we didn't talk about it on the show while I was on. But did you see the um, the Resident Alien trailer, the no. teaser? Man, no. Where was that? No, no. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. I, mean, I failed you. We have a pre-production text chain. No, I know. Why did I you know. put it there, dude? I, I, I didn't. I, it, it came out like it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was out last week. And like we did a show last and so, week too. Yeah, but I, look, you know, like look, 
this past well last week was ridiculously busy but i did happen to see it like which ironically enough i I think if i'm not mistaken i think i was sitting at a at at the bar oh you're sitting at a bar like you're incredibly busy but you're sitting at a bar watching a resident alien trailer resident resident alien like teaser I'm literally at the bar with my laptop open doing oh, work. Look, you could actually have a laptop at a bar and watch a Resident Alien trailer. Teaser. Well, the, the TV is, is on, and I wasn't paying attention until it, the thing, like, like something about it caught my eye. And I looked up, and I was like, is this Resident Alien? Because I had forgotten that that was even happening. And but I put it in the chat in case you're listening uh, now. Great, yeah. And of yeah, course, of course, that's gonna do me a uh, a lot of a lot of good right now. I, listen, man, I'm tr- I'm doing my best here. So, <laughs> how when did you actually get to watch the actual full teaser? I watched it in the bar. There was sound oh, on the TV. So you okay? So you watched the whole thing at the bar while you were working. You couldn't just like, like literally, Larry. From this moving forward, can you treat our pre-production text as just a place where we could all just vomit ideas? Yes, like yes, you, Moses. You don't even I have to you. put links. I just apologize. Say, all you gotta do is like, resident alien, resident alien trailer. Boom, and I'm like, what the fuck? Then I'll, I'll Google it. You know. I will. I will do like that. Like that maybe. is your creative vomit for the show. Your vomit bucket. Your creative vomit bucket. Like, and this goes for Joe. I, I know you're still on the line. Oz, I'll, I'll let him know later. That is our creative vomit bucket where we all vomit together. Creative it's our ideas. There's no such thing as a bad idea. Some things might need to be tweaked. Okay. Moving forward, that's how we got to look at it. I will, I I will loved, vomit into the I would have loved to chat. have talked about that today. Say what? I would have loved to have talked about Resident Alien teaser today. Well, we can we can talk about it next week. Yeah, well, it's already a week late today. And it, I mean, yeah, I guess we could talk about it next week, but you know, maybe, maybe something else comes out that we actually vomit into the the pre-production chat. And we'll forget Word. about this. Right. But look, trust me, it's one of those things where I was like I like. I really did think that, man. I know that these fools probably have already seen this. Like Joe but... doesn't even know what Resident Alien is. Well, but I mean, okay, you're right. Like Joe you should have said Resident Alien teaser. No context. Resident Alien teaser. I guess I might might as well Google that. Or right. then, then if you don't, then it's like all right, whatever. You don't. But I know I would have. Of course. Like in fact, now in honor of. This uh, this Larry fuck up. <laughs> Tomorrow, in if you subscribe to us on iTunes, you or or Castro, Castbox, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, Talkshoe, or wherever the fuck you get your podcast, you will have a bonus interview where I interview Peter Hogan talking about Resident Alien. You'll have that tomorrow as my gift for you for Larry fucking up the show this week. There it is. You're welcome. Yeah. 
from the archives, from the vault. Because we only the played, Fantastic Farm Vault. We only played that like live on the show. We never actually put it out. I think, I believe there's actual video. So it might be a video component too. If you follow us on Instagram, you might get a little of that too. You get to see my ugly face with Peter Hogan's ugly face. Damn, Peter Hogan somewhere is like someone's talking about my face again. <laughs> He's beautiful. <laughs> I love him. He, like, Larry, I it's wish like a, you. That was one of the years that you weren't really at Comic Con. Yeah. And uh, he he was a delight to talk to. I I actually talked to him more off mic than I did on mic, <laughs> and it, it was awesome. <laughs> like I wish I would have recorded the pre-interview because that was a lot more fun than the actual interview. But yeah, so what'd you think about the Resident Alien teaser? Uh, it it looks good, but it definitely has a different vibe than the comic. And there's definitely some of like the 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 DNA the DNA of Resident Alien is definitely in the show. Okay. But the vibe of the trailer was definitely different. I don't know, like you know, it's like you know. I like to talk about like the essence yeah, of the of a spirit. of a book or of a character. I I don't know if I can go so far based on what I saw to say like it's the essence of Resident Alien. It may not be, but it it might it might be. Um, well, let me put it like this: There's a part of me that feels like it could be akin. To like what happened with um, with iZombie, oh. but but much closer to the source material. Okay. So not like you know, which watching that TV show, it was like, you know, especially in the beginning, uh. was was enjoying it for what it was, but it didn't feel like iZombie really at all. Like as far as the comic was concerned, yeah. I don't think Resident Alien is going to be that far removed. But it might be removed enough that you can't really call it the essence. It's just more like, you know, it's it's what happens when you someone decides they want to make a comic into a television show. Okay. But but in a but in a good way. Now, what network is it going to be on? Like... Sci-fi. Oh. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's sci-fi. Uh, I mean, I guess they've been doing okay. Yeah, and then you know it's Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think I feel like there's a little bit more, um, a little bit more of a of a comic leaning yeah. to the show. Not 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 completely though. It's not like it's like it's not a comedy. It's just that it's, or maybe it's a dark comedy. I don't know. You, you, I definitely. We can talk more about it next week, though. After you I, all look, get to see in, it, in it, honor of you fucking up, I'm not gonna watch it till it premieres the TV show. So, what are you talking about? I'm man? not gonna watch the teaser. When's the show premiere? I don't even know when that happens. I don't know. You watched the teaser like it had a date at the end, right? <laughs> I don't think it did. Ah, uh, I don't know when it premieres. You should just like it's not. It was a teaser, so I'm. I'm thinking it must be some time, some time away from now. So, 
Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that it's not that long, I'm sure. But it's it's I don't. Yeah, I don't know when it's happening. Oh, wow. Now you got me out here looking it up. It says a summer. Oh, yeah. No, you can't wait till summer. I'm I'm going to in honor of you fucking up. I'm going to wait till summer. Look. Don't make me punch you, Mo. I'll punch you. Yeah, you it won't hurt, but yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. do it. Oh, they kept the font of the comics, though. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, the DNA is there. Like, yeah. it's not like I don't I think you will enjoy the show, but there'll definitely be differences. Well, I, I, I can watched tell that. It, so I watched it right now without audio. So I don't know what it sounds like, and I won't know till it premieres. <laughs> In honor of you fucking up. I won't know, but that scene where good the, job, Mayor. That that scene where he's fishing out by the lake, yeah. Like, it doesn't look exactly like the comic, but I like it. Yeah, like that's a page from the comic where he's like fishing out, and he turns around and he's an alien. Like, I think it's one of the covers. Right. Like, yeah, I, I'm in, but yeah. But I, unfortunately, I'm not like a hundred percent. Well, look, I'm gonna watch it, but you know, I don't know what it sounds like in honor of you fucking up. <laughs> there you go. In other news, uh... <laughs> why, why is that funny? <laughs> Just the the transition is funny. In other news. <laughs> Larry fucked up again. <laughs> right. Oh, damn it. Did I? I hope not. No. Um, Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2. I did hear that. I don't I, I don't like that. Yeah, that's a bad fit, I think, too. Well, I don't think... I, I think he could do really good in it, but um, I, I just... I don't want it... I don't want Doctor Strange 2 to have the possibility of being good. You know what I mean? Like... <coughs> I, I like what Scott Derrickson did, even though I had, you know, I had my issues with it. But this this multiverse of madness and and what I when what I would from hearing that name, what I want for it without the original dude, I don't think uh, I don't I, I don't think they're gonna do well. In fact, I actually, you know, I tried looking searching on Disney Plus for something that was kind of scary and occult and, and and Disney and they don't have it. So I, I think they're they're anything that's a little too dark they're not they're ignoring and I don't you know I don't want them to lighten up this Doctor Strange too. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear that. And I figure like my, my theory was like, well if they're not they're still shooting without a director. You know what I mean? Like they're moving. Are forward. they really? Yeah, they're moving forward. Like there's no director right now. So really, like to me, like in my mind, they're just gonna get somebody to just kind of like edit it together the way they wanted to. Like Sam Raimi's not that dude. Like why? That's like that's like Joss Whedon with Justice League. At least he had a little more input to kind of try to make it better. But I don't think Disney's as malleable. As Warner Brother was at that point, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, I, like I think you're right that I could I could see them having like using like the first and second, you know, uh, unit directors to like c- continue filming while they find like a person with the main vision, I guess. But, um, but yeah, that that that's interesting. The idea that they might actually be like just looking for a name just to slap on it. Yeah, like, who knows? Uh, you heard about, we, did, we talked about this news last week, but you heard about uh, the dual Transformers movies that are coming out, right? No. What what dual Transformers movies? There's, um, there's, there's a, uh, it says right here, uh, Paramount has two projects. One with uh, the the writer from Murder Mystery, James Vanderbilt, and the other by John Wick Chapter Three, executive producer uh, Joby Harold. And the Vanderbilt project is supposed to be a spinoff, like a uh, based on on Beast Wars. And then the other one is a spinoff of Bumblebee. So yeah. Like so, it'd be a live action Beast Wars movie. Yeah, which that's a bad idea. Yeah, it it, it it's weird. Like, there's no like real live action elements to Beast Wars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna like I guess it could be like Lion King where there's like real grass. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna put people in it. Yeah. Cave people. I mean, well, or if they do like Beast Wars 2, the anime version, that one had people in it, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, look, just sounds like a bad idea all around. They should not. Like, I, I didn't see Bumblebee, so I don't know, you know, how, how, good or bad that movie is but yeah but i mean it i uh one one of my people sat me down and was like you gotta just look at the opening and so i looked at the opening and that was fine it wasn't great though it was just you know i'm gonna watch it definitely like i'm sure the rest of the movie is not that it's on hulu so like i'm gonna watch it at some point but no, well, yeah, listen, yeah, but yeah. As far as other news goes, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I was, um, I was still depressed about that Beast Wars news. Like, yeah, my, my whole thing was like they haven't fucked that up, so I'm good. I I don't think I don't know if you all mentioned it. Um, and I, I don't think we got to the point where we were able to mention it last week. I don't remember, but I don't think so. But uh, Marvel uh, canceled that Howard the Duck yeah, and uh, Tiger and Dazzler series. Yeah. But, you know, Charlie Cox is pretty much ready to beat Daredevil again. Yeah. So they're, and they're still going forward with the Modoc one and... What was the other one? 
there was another. Wait, was, was Modok having his own series? Yeah, Modok was having his own thing, and they're still doing that. They're still doing the Modok series, yeah, but like, not, but not Howard the Duck that, or Tigra and Dazzler. Let me see if I could. I still have the bookmark from last week, so I should have it here. It says, uh, uh, the, 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 the Tiger and Daz, latter of which is paused, <coughs> was paused in December as part of the. So, oh yeah, so Modok and Hitmonkey will continue on as planned. That's so strange. But like, why, why those two? I don't know. And it says animated crossover The Offenders is also unlikely to move forward because they were supposed yeah. to like all con- con- uh, connect. But right, Hitmonkey, they're probably just going to be one off. You know what it is? They probably already started production on it. They probably already paid for animation. So they're probably just going to give you like shortened, like one season things. Mm. And that's it. They're just going to like, they probably already like got all the voices down and everything. So they're just going to. Which would probably suck because they're probably going to build up towards the offenders, but then not really go anywhere. And then you're not going to get anything else, you know? Uh, Well, I mean, hopefully they'll maybe change the endings a little bit so they don't do that. Like, they don't just feel like they just peter off. I don't think Disney cares about what you feel. I, I mean, I, I think Disney. The cares mouse about, just wants your money. Like Disney's always cared about good storytelling. Right. <laughs> I mean, do we not feel that way? I don't. Oh. Like you have the little Arab guy telling you the story of Aladdin, and then he never comes back. It's but, the genie. Nah. That's a fan theory. You're dumb. <laughs> Why am I dumb? You're dumb for thinking that's what it is. It's the genie. That's a fan theory. Okay. Wait, All what right. about the genie? Like the little Arab guy that introduces the story. Larry says it's the genie. Oh, yeah, I heard that theory before. It's a theory, right? It's not official. Yeah. No one's ever said that was really the genie. And it doesn't even sound like them, so. But I can see, I can see the similarities. And why, and why would the genie try but, to sell his own lamp? Because he was free by that time. He's telling the story. Then why does he look like that? Because I watched the cartoon, the sequel cartoon, and he he was free, and he didn't look like that. Because it's going off of the first movie. Everything after that is a money grab, because it's Disney. I think everything before it is a money grab too. Uh, everything, everything Disney is a money grab. Uh, in other news, Larry believes Disney is the king of everything. And <laughs> it. That, that's what I believe. Everyone knows it about me. King of everything. Larry is going to be immaculately concepted by Disney. All right, you got anything else so we can, you know, peter off? 
<laughs> Anybody got anything else? I don't got shit. All right. Well, shoot. I guess. Yeah. I guess it's that time. Let's let's get out of here. I'm not gonna play the music. I'll just add it. Larry, final thoughts. Dun 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 dun. Um. You know what? Just you know, be 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 kind to the people that you interact with period just be kind to each other unless you interact with rush limbaugh fuck that guy even rush limbaugh uh heck man you got you got some final thoughts uh be kind rewind and i'm gonna go try to get that captain america comic sometime win them off joe man you got you got any final thoughts Good job. <laughs> and for the rest of Fantastic Forum, remember, we're here live Wednesday nights, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. And, uh, you know, subscribe everywhere. We're everywhere. Until next time, we're signing off right here from allgames.com. <laughs>